This episode of the show is brought to you by McKaylee's Pizza Emporium on Army Trail Road in Addison. For the best brick oven this side of Wolf Road, go to McKaylee's. McKaylee's is open for pickup or delivery, and there's plenty of outdoor seating available because of the COVID. It's just like, why wouldn't you go there? You know? McKaylee's Pizza. Don't call it Michelle's. Welcome back to another episode of the Life is Sacker podcast with me, Babby, Cicerelli, and this guy, Mancuso. Ciao, Bubby. Well, we're a couple days late with this one. I'm sorry for the delay, but my hands are tight. Mancuso, you got anything to say about this? Uh, no. Should I? Well, we were supposed to get together a couple days ago, oh. but you bailed. Well, I told you, something came up. Something came up, huh? Yeah, something came up and I couldn't do the show. Something suddenly came up, huh? What, what is this, the Brady Bunch? What? Look, man, I'm just going to come right out and say it. Okay. I don't think you're taking this show seriously anymore. <laughs> Me? Yeah, you, you. You never delayed an episode in your life. Now you're delaying shows out of nowhere? What's going on? Well, you got Uncle Reno now. Why don't you just ask him to do a show? Ah, I knew it. Why do you know? I knew that's what this was about. Uncle Reno's putting a wedge in our relationship. Whatever. Bottom line, you're jealous of Uncle Reno. Oh, I'm not jealous of Uncle Reno, you stupid ass. So why'd we delay this episode? Well... Well what? Well, I've been talking to my wife. Yeah? And we feel... Oh, jeez. That you don't value me as a podcast partner. What the hell are you talking about? You're not treating me like an equal. You just treat me like a sidekick. Dude, you're mental. Well, like Uncle Reno. Yeah, what about him? You never confirmed with me that he was going to be the first guest on our show. I was trying to surprise you, dude. Well, my wife and I don't think that was very respectful. My wife and I? What, what are you, a tag team? Yes, we are a team. Like the British Bulldogs? Huh? Look, man, I went above your head, okay? My sincerest apologies. Thank you. You should be thanking me for bringing him on, but whatever. Yeah, thank you very much. You know what, man? I don't see you bringing any quality guests to the table. Matt, what do you mean? I've been telling you about Timo for weeks. Dude, the guy's in Holland. So? So we don't have the technology to do an interview over the internet. Of course we do. We can do it on Zoom. I, I can't see that working, man. Zoom's got all these glitches. It would be fine. And you will love Timo, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. A Dutch sacker guru. Yeah. That's what this podcast really needs. This guy's something special, man. Oh, yeah? Does your wife approve? <sighs> Since you gotta run everything by your wife all of a sudden? That's not true. You just said it two seconds ago. Rewind the goddamn tape. You're an ugly person, you know that? Yeah, did you get the okay from your wife to say that, too? No, I thought of that myself, asshole. My wife and I bullshit. You're a bullshit. Alright, seriously, though. I got some feedback on Uncle Reno. Yeah, me too. All positive. All positive? Yeah, the feedback I got was all positive, dude. I wonder who the hell you were talking to. What, you got negative feedback? All negative. That's impossible. Who'd you ask, your wife? People couldn't stand Uncle Reno. They say he's a fake. He's not a fake, dude. Ma, I'm not the one who said it. The listeners are saying that. I think you're full of crap, man. Uncle Reno's got it all. Incredible sacred knowledge, good looks, 
Oof. experience as a professional soccer player. He's got it all. Uh, how is he related to you anyway? What? How is he your uncle? Uncle Reno? He's not my uncle. What? Uncle Reno's not your uncle? No, he's not my uncle, you moron. Oh, ma che cazzo? Hey, why do you call him uncle? Everybody calls him Uncle Reno. So, why was he at your picnic? Cuz, he's not gonna miss an opportunity for free food. Nah. What the hell's wrong with you? Ma, you're gonna make me crazy, man. Well, don't get me wrong. Uncle Reno, he is like an uncle to me. You know? He's always there when I need him. What does he do for you? Well, like, after a picnic. He took it upon himself to go scope out the neighborhood for hat mems. Oh, yeah? He did that for you, huh? Well, it's more than you did. Yeah, I'm sure the neighbors were happy about that. A crazy four-foot-nine Italian walking around. Eh. Looking for women. My neighbors are all shat, dude. I got neighbors that are still tracking the corona numbers on a daily basis. You do? Yeah, go outside to get the mail. My neighbor's walking his dog. I'll be like, hey, Phil, how's it looking today? Well, Bobby, we're at 942 new cases yesterday. It's up seven from the day before. Oh, yeah, Phil? It's great. <laughs> How about the deaths? How we looking on deaths, Phil? Oh, we're at 36 deaths yesterday. Jesus. We gotta keep those masks at, baby. Okay, Phil, go back inside. <laughs> you got crazy neighbors, huh? Yeah, he ain't the only one. They're all keeping stats. What, all your neighbors? Yeah. I got six middle-aged neighbors that gather around every evening. Six feet apart, of course. And talk about the corona numbers on a daily. Madonna. These guys used to talk about the weather, the humidity, the barometric pressure. Barometric pressure. Now, that's all out the window. Now it's just COVID numbers. So these people are taking these numbers seriously, huh? Oh, man. And God forbid a guy comes with the wrong numbers. Like one time Bartek from across the street was off by one digit. By one digit. He said it was 1,343 new cases, but it was really 1,342. These people humiliated the guy. Come on, are you serious? They've been talking about it for weeks. Oh, yeah? And I'm sure you joined right in, huh? Oh, get Bartek is the butt of a lot of jokes, my friend. Povero Bartek. A lot of jokes. Nah, I don't know how people track all these numbers with the corona. For me, it seems like too much, no? Ah, they're nuts. They got nothing better to do. They're a bunch of retirees, you know? Ma, there's got to be something better, no? At this point, they're all just sitting around getting ready to die. That's a nice thing to say. Yeah. Anyway, our boys had a good game on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, considering they played a bunch of dishwashers, yeah, they looked pretty good. Ma, that was not that bad a team. We played them last year. We didn't look that good against them. That's true. Some of our kids hit their growth spurts already, huh? Oh, it's fascinating what nature does. One year, they're terrible, and the next year, they come back, they're superstars. Yeah. It's mind-boggling. I talked to the parents of the better players, you know, trying to understand what they're doing to make their kids so goddamn good. You know what I figured out? What? They don't know what they're doing either. <laughs> they just won the genetics lottery. That's all. The genetic lottery? Yeah, the genetics lottery. It all goes back to who you marry. <laughs> I talk to my kids about who to marry all the time. Jesus. You, you talk about that for real? Yeah, of course I do. I don't know. I wish my father would have talked about that with me. He never told me anything about who to marry. So what do you tell these kids? I tell them, when you're sizing a girl up, take a look at the calves. The calves? The calf muscles. Oh. Look at the muscle mass. You tell your boys to check out the girl's calf muscles? Well, what should I do? Ask them to run sprints? At this point, why not? It's not a bad idea. Ma, are you serious? Of course I'm serious. This is the investment of your life. 
Yeah, but... If not, I mean, if you're gonna marry for love, what a crack of shit that is, but if you're gonna do that, then don't even bother trying to raise an athlete. Forget about it. You want a soccer player? You gotta marry strategically. Bottom line. Nah, what? You know what? I would love to tell you that you're a complete asshole and you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. But, in a way, you're right. I am? I mean, yeah, I am. In a way, you are right. Of course I'm right. Look at me. I married for quote-unquote love. She ain't an athlete. She can't run. She can't lift weights. She barely has enough coordination to tie her own shoes. Madonna mia. And for the most part, my kids took after her. Well, first of all, your kids are great athletes. They're average at best. They ain't breaking any records for the mile or the 200-yard dash for that matter, pal. Yeah, well, you don't think your jeans had anything to do with that? My jeans? Sure they had something to do with it. But I'm stuck with myself. I don't have a choice but to use my own DNA. Yeah, I guess so. I had a choice who to marry, though, and I could have done better. That's all. Uh, You know your wife listens to this, right? Yeah, she knows. I ain't saying nothing that she don't already know. Anyway, my point is to pick a girl with some type of athletic ability. Like a state champ of some sort. Or at least someone with nice calves. If not, don't even bother with Sacker. Okay, you made your point. I'm always sizing people up. You know that about me. Yeah, but I didn't realize that you were sizing people up based on their athletic abilities. You know that about me. We talk about this all the time. Yeah, but I didn't know you were really that serious when you were sizing up the other parents. Of course they size up the parents. And guess what, pal? So do you. (laughs) Just because you're on this podcast, you want to make the impression that you're a civilized human being. Stop it. You ain't civilized. You're a mental patient just like me. I guess you're right. Of course I am. And you think the listeners are civilized? Please, they're all nuts. Every soccer parent is looking for an edge. An edge? Yeah, an edge. A secret sass. (laughs) Something that's going to give their kid a competitive advantage over every other kid. You think so? I know so. Okay, so what's the secret sauce? I don't know, dude. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, do you think the coaches know what the secret sauce is? The academy coaches? Yeah. They don't know shit, man. They must know something, no? Dude, don't get me going with them. The academy coaches, the directors, they got all the power. Power? What's that got to do with what we're talking about? If they like your kid, you're golden. If not, you got no chance. And basically, they're only focusing on two or three kids in every age group. Okay. The other kids are just role players and practice dummies. Yeah, and you were okay with that when your kid was one of the two or three best players, huh? No, I wasn't okay with it. Yeah, sure. But I wasn't going to try to rack the boat at that time either. Look, man, we talk about this all the time. Every kid is different. Some kids need to be pushed. Some kids need to be coddled. It's the coach's job to figure out the psychology of the kid, especially for me at the older ages. For example, your two kids. The one needs to feel special. (laughs) Special. He needs the coach to believe in him. For the coach to put his arm around him and say, Hey, I know you can do it. Kid's a freaking science project. If he doesn't feel special, <laughs> he won't take the chances. He won't play with the freedom. Yeah, well, these coaches ain't taking that crap into consideration. Well, then this is a huge problem. For me, it's not a defect to want to feel important. Because your kid is highly creative. He's not gonna win every 50-50 ball. Or any 50-50 ball. But he's capable of putting the final pass on the striker's foot. You don't find creative players like him very often. Yeah, but they don't seem to be interested in cattling him. They want him to figure it out on his own. 
Hey, he's 15. He's just now going through puberty. It's puberty. Hey, what did I say? You're a mushmouth. Anyway, my point is, I know 25-year-olds that still need to be coddled. Even professionals, like Coutinho, for example. Coutinho? He played for Inter when he was young, and he was shit. Then he went to Liverpool, and the coaches and the fans, they embraced him, and boom, he produced. Then he went to Barcelona, where Messi is the king, and he suffered again. Uh, Yeah, well, my kid ain't Coutinho. That's not the point. The point is, you have to coach to the strengths of the kids. I don't need to do anything. The coaches need to do that. Yeah, you, you know what? The coaches need to watch Kung Fu Panda. You ever see that movie? Kung Fu? No, I'm 44 years old, dude. Yeah. It's a cartoon. Paul, Paul, Paul. What a wonderful movie. Jeez. Maybe my favorite cartoon of all time. Uh, all right, get it over with. What? I know you. You ain't gonna rest until you tell me about this goddamn cartoon. <laughs> so go ahead. Get it out of your system. Uh, you're right. Uh, there's so much to this story, though. Go ahead. Okay. First of all, there's a panda. His name is Paul. Spoiler alert. And he is the son of a duck. A noodle-making duck. And the duck wants his son, the panda, to be a noodle-maker like him. Oh, yeah. That makes perfect sense. The noodle-making duck is known for making incredible soup. Everybody in town loves this duck's soup. It's called secret ingredient soup. He won't even tell his panda son the secret ingredient. Because the panda isn't ready yet. Yeah, some father he is. But the panda doesn't want to be a noodle-making duck like his father. He wants to be a kung fu warrior. So a noodle-making duck has a kid who's a panda... Who doesn't want to be a noodle-making duck because he wants to be a kung fu panda. Yeah. Yeah, sure he does. This is a great story. Yeah, so the panda makes his way to the kung fu temple to see the great kung fu warrior. But when he finally gets to the gates of the temple, he cannot get in. You're going to tell this whole goddamn story, aren't you? Yeah. So the panda is at the gate of the temple and he cannot get in. But he still he wants to get in so bad that he doesn't give up. And finally... He finds a way in. The Kung Fu Panda finds his way in. No, he's not a Kung Fu Panda yet. He's just a fat panda. Okay. So when he gets into the temple, the old Kung Fu master, who is a turtle... A turtle? ...sees the panda and immediately realizes that the panda is going to be the next great Kung Fu warrior. So the wise old turtle realizes that a fat-ass panda is going to be a Kung Fu warrior. Correct. Yeah, and so the rest of this movie is about how this fat panda becomes a kung fu master. Yeah, so you saw it. No, dude, it's a freaking cartoon. It's pretty obvious that's what happens. Yeah. So why are you so fascinated with this stupid cartoon? Because in between being just a panda and being a kung fu warrior, the panda has to train. Yeah, so it's got a good training montage, like Racky. Well, here's the cool thing. His trainer realizes that the panda cannot be trained the same way as the other students. The panda must take advantage of his own assets. Okay. So, the other kung fu warriors learn their skills in the conventional way. They learn all the proper techniques, and they are like the prototypical kung fu warriors. Oh, I get it. Kind of like the boys in the soccer academies. Echo. And they all get their asses kicked by the big bad guy. But the fat panda... He doesn't train in the conventional way. He's a panda. And he uses being a panda to his advantage. Hmm. And in the end, he wins. 
What a great story. You should watch that movie, man. Dude, we were talking about the Academy coaches and then you bring up Kung Fu Panda. Because, stupid ass. Kids are all different. Some are quick, some are strong, some are left-footed, uh-huh. some are big, some are creative, some are tough. I understand. But they're all different. They're not all one type of soccer player. There's all different types. Yeah. So the coaches cannot train a panda to be a tiger. They have to train a panda to be a better panda. Capisci? No. <sighs> Academy coaches right now have a one-box-fits-all strategy to train the soccer players. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that's a bad idea. Here's what I don't understand. You made me sit through a summary of Kung Fu Panda to tell me that coaches need to take players' personal characteristics into consideration. Yes. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, but there's another cool thing about Kung Fu Panda. What? There's no secret ingredient. Huh? There's no secret ingredient. Yeah, I heard you, but... Huh? During the entire movie, the bad guy is trying to get this scroll that's going to reveal the secret to unlocking Kung Fu. At the end of the movie, the panda opens up the scroll and he sees there's nothing inside. It's empty. Then he realizes there is no secret ingredient. Huh. There is no magic pill to become something in life. Just do it. Yeah, well, I want a magic pill. You know? Yeah, okay. I want the special sass. When I go to McDonald's, I get the Big Mac. Big Mac? What do you mean you get a Big Mac? Big Mac has a special sass. Oh, well, let me break it to you. It's Thousand Island dressing. No, it's special sass. Um, that's just a gimmick. Yeah, well, it works, okay? I like the special sass. Okay, okay, fine. You want a secret sauce in soccer? Yeah, I do. You want to know what the secret sauce is? Yeah, what's the secret sass? It's a self-belief. <sighs> that's it. That's all it is. Yeah, it's garbage. Whatever you strongly believe about yourself... Blah, blah, blah. ...will come true. New age crap. And that's why it doesn't work for you, asshole. Because you don't believe in it. You're right. I don't believe in it. You know what I believe in? Huh? Hard work. Uh, So do I. Brick and mortar. That's what I believe in. You need both. You need hard work and you need self-belief. Well, then say that. Uh, You asked me for the secret sauce. Uh, Hard work, it's obvious. But the secret sauce is self-belief. All right, calm down, dude. Don't get your panties in a bunch. They did an experiment one time. They took two groups of kids with basically the same IQs. They split them in half. They told one half of the kids they were smart and the other half that they were dumb. And you know what happened? The kids that were told they were smart, they got better grades than the kids that were told they were dumb. Dude, that's child abuse. But Yeah, but... That's 100% child abuse. Maybe it is, but it still goes to show you the power of self-belief. Yeah, but it's still wrong. Yeah. They shouldn't do that to innocent children. This besides the point, man. I'm pointing out how self-belief is important, okay? Do you have any other unethical experiments that you'd like to point to? Okay, okay, look at Juventus. Yeah, what about Juventus? You know I hate Juventus with a passion. Yeah, I think you've established that. Okay. Well, their motto is Fino alla fine. Okay. You know what that means? No. What does it mean? It means until the end. So why don't they just say that? Because they're Italian, you stupid asshole. Oh, yeah. They have this motto everywhere at Juventus. In the locker room, in the stadium, 
Wherever you go, you see this this motto, fino alla fine. Until the end. Yeah, it means you fight until the end. Yeah. You never give up. That's a great freaking motto. If I could steal one thing from Juventus, it would not be Cristiano Ronaldo. It would not be all the Scudetto titles they've won. Yeah, sure. Most of them for cheating, but anyway. Yeah, like the other clubs don't cheat. Because either way, I'm a Milan fan, and for me the Scudetto is not important. Sure, it's not important. It's all about the Champions League. You know that. Milan hasn't even been in the goddamn Champions League in the past seven years. What are you talking about? Okay, my point is, the only thing I'm jealous of from Juventus is that mantra, fino alla fine. If I could steal anything from Juventus, it would be fino alla fine. Yeah, well, that's just a saying. What's the big deal? No, it's not just a saying. It's inside of the Juve fans. It's inside of the Juve players. Each player knows that they have to fight until the end, until the final whistle blows. Yeah. They are brainwashed. The fans, the players, they are brainwashed with this mantra. Yeah, it's true, man. When I watch Juve games, they fight till the end. You're right. It's fascinating, okay? I'm very jealous of that. I'm not going to lie. Wow. Wow. Takes a big man. To actually admit Calm down, okay. that you're jealous of Juve, huh? I'm jealous of the mantra. It's unusual for a Milan fan to admit something like that, you know? For some reason, that mantra doesn't work in the Champions League, but that's besides the point. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Now you're bringing the fire. No. Now you're bringing a fire. No, that's all. They cannot win the Champions League. That's all. No big deal. I love it, dude. So you happy they just got knocked out of the Champions League? Yeah, of course I'm happy. <laughs> well, it's not ideal, but... What do you mean it's not ideal? Well, I love it when they make it all the way to the final. So their fans get all excited. And then they lose 3-1 to to Real Madrid. That's that's ideal. Damn, you're sadistic, dude. Actually, ideal is when they lost to Milan in the final. <laughs> so you want them to go all the way to the end and then lose? Yeah, fino alla fine. I want them to go all the way to the end and then lose. Until the end. Oh, wow. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. That was That was fantastic. Thank you. I love it. But all jokes aside, the secret sauce for Juventus is the motto, fino alla fine. So you really think there's something to brainwashing yourself and telling yourself you can do it? No question. It's the secret sauce. All right. All right. You're starting to convince me. So what do you think about uh, Juve sacking Sarri and putting in uh, Pirlo? Well, I don't know. It's hard to say. Pirlo Pirlo's one of my favorite players of all time. Incredible player, incredible hair. Oh, beautiful hair. Stunning. He won two Champions Leagues with uh, with Milan, you know, and none with uh, Juventus. More shots, huh? No, no shots. I'm just explaining what happened. Oh, yeah. But honestly, I don't know how I feel about him as a coach of Juventus. He has no experience. Yeah, but neither did Pep or Zidane. No, they had experience. Pep was the coach of Barcelona B, and they did very well under him. Yeah, but... And Zidane was the assistant coach under Ancelotti when they won the Champions League. So they had experience. Pirlo doesn't have that kind of experience. He's coming from Coverciano straight to Juventus. What's Coverciano? That's where you go in Italy to become a coach. Oh. That's where you get your coaching license. Yeah, I think that's where Uncle Reno went. Yeah, who cuts? What? Whatever, man. Look, Pirlo lacks experience, but who knows? He could end up being a great coach. Yeah, I guess he's just got to believe in himself, right? Ecco. Very good. Like the fair panda did. Eh, sure. Just like a Kung Fu Panda. 44 years old, still watches cartoons. Hey, man, I'm not the only one who loves that cartoon. Uh, Timo loves it too. Oh, the Dutch guy? Yeah, Timo. He's the one that told me about it. 
and you want to have him on the show so he can talk more about Kung Fu Panda? No, not to talk about... Have we not had enough? Timo's a very interesting guy, man. That's why we should have him on. Listen, dude, unlike you, I got no problem with you finding a guest for the show. If you think he's good, we'll put him in. I'm not like you and your wife. Look, my wife and I think that Timo would be a very... Here we go again, my wife and I. Well, we are a power couple, okay? Yeah, power couple, my ass. You're more like the beginning of a goddamn joke. What? An Italian and a Polak. Get married. Hilarity ensues. Man, I gotta go. I gotta go. What, your wife's calling you on the bad phone? Well, yeah, she's calling me. Get your shit together, man. But I gotta go. For real, I gotta stop at the grocery store. Go ahead, dude. Who's stopping you? Okay. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for listening, everybody. Please subscribe to the channel. Believe in yourself. Yeah, yeah. Believe in yourself. See how far that takes you. Grazie. Ciao, 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 ciao. Thanks, everybody.